0: Oh, no. Oh, sorry. Sorry. This is the Weekly Scramble. A place where we chat about life over a cold one. Or two. It's time to belly up to the pod with Mike Frataloni and your host chris reavers
1: yes it is that weekly scramble time here at the great minnesota get together my name is chris reavers with mike fratelloni of fratelloni's ace harbor and garden stores hello michael how you doing reavers well i'm doing great because guess what the weekly scramble we have our first client i want to welcome our friends over at heydays the biggest celebration of snowmobiles in the country is coming back for their 54th annual celebration coming on september 11th to 12th at the snow baron site right off Highway 95 seven miles east of North Branch. Now this is the one weekend each year that the Snow Barons Snowmobile Club is allowed to invite all of you to hang out at their 140 acre facility for the official start of winter. I know I just used the W word and I apologize to all of you here at the state fair. If you're into snowmobiles or motorsports in general, Haydays is a must attend. They have something for everyone. Cat, Polaris, Skidoo and Yamaha as my guy Kenny Olson likes to say and they have their beautiful factory trailers on site. There will be a Multitude of dealers selling both new and pre owned units that are sure to fit your budget. Hundreds of vendors on site that can provide you with clothing and gear, most providing heydays only specials. Now, listen, here's the biggest part it's the 11th and 12th of September, and if you want more information, go ahead and log on to heydays.com. Michael, how the heck are you?
0: I'm doing great, Reavers. You know, I don't know if everybody knows that you just did a complete cold read for the heydays ad. That was absolutely amazing. He just got that copy, and then he just read it, and he sounded like a complete and utter pro. So I would suggest that you go to heydays.com and do exactly what Revers just said because he's so good at it. We want to drive what ten to twelve thousand people to that event, Revers. I think that's a yes.
1: I'm not as fast as I thought I was, and also no, too I forgot my notes yeah. as I started to make the way up. <laughs> you, up to you the You were front so of the booth.
0: close. He said, "Fill about uh, 15 seconds of time when I walk <laughs> from the front to the back." But uh, well done, Hey,
1: Reavers. How you doing? I'm good. It, he, here's the thing: this is this we obviously missed last year. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is our first year uh, doing the beer show slash the weekly scramble out here at the Great Minnesota Get Together. We were here in 2019. Correct? We were, yes. We were, we were at the same location Absolutely. when Garage Logic did uh did the show over at the Channel Five building mm-hmm. that year. I missed it. I missed the fair last year. And yeah, so, you, you had that feeling like I need this? Well because you know uh, there's always the two beer show slash weekly scramble reavers. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. very first day when we're always out here on that very first Thursday. Yeah. It's fun. It's great. It's fun. Second Thursday, I'm out of gas. Oh yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> Yeah, but that's the second Thursday is the day you kinda stay late. You tell the wife That's true hey, I'm gonna stay a little late. That's true. And you, and you rage against the dying of the light, right? You really go hard. One thing that I'm wondering is, um are we in the garage logic podcast studio we stage? We are. We are at the knack hardware
1: and lounge stage that uh, GL's been doing shows. Uh, well, the first two days, and then we'll all next week, except with the exception of Wednesday, we will not be out here that day because Joe has a prior commitment. Men's but league. We will be probably it. yes. But we will we we've been doing shows out here every single day at noon. It's been fun, and and uh, obviously yesterday we lucked out. By the time we got done with the show, we had about fifteen minutes before we got besieged. With oh rain. really? Okay. It was I mean, it was kind of cool because we were standing at this front stage, and you could see the wall really cloud coming right above the, that tree line right there and we went well we've got about five minutes before we're all about to get soaked
0: wow that's amazing it is so i was not in minnesota yesterday because as you know i was stuck out of town otherwise we would have done a show yesterday right i'm glad i didn't have to stick around for that because we would have been soaked
1: and i was kind of worried that the same thing was going to happen today because the initial forecast was almost a repeat of yesterday mm-hmm. But it looks like for the most part we're going to be okay until about six, seven o'clock at night. Yeah, and it trust it We'll be long gone by then. So,
0: do you want to give the listeners an idea? I know this is a podcast, so it's already going to be a day late. But what does it look? Like? I mean, is this kind of the standard crowd? It's less than it no, was. No,
1: it's much, it's much lighter. In my opinion, and okay. I think it's two two reasons, and we, we touched on it briefly during Garage Logic. But I think it's 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 twofold. Number one, obviously COVID concerns mm-hmm. uh, uh, that 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 can't be understated. But I think it's also weather related. You know, sure. people are looking at the forecast, and I know tomorrow it's supposed to be really hot. And humid, but some people like coming out to the fair those days because there's tons of stuff to drink and keep yourself cold. Yeah, I personally am not a fan of that weather, but I I know that a lot of other people are.
0: I like that smell that the fair has when it's real hot, (laughs) and you just go you go into the grandstand shops to get your spiral candle. Yes, and you just think it's Minnesota State Fair.
1: Now I always look at the lay of the land too and how the landscape has changed because you remember a couple of years ago. My super dog stand, which is now over there, used to sit right in front of this building. And the skateboard ramp was right there too. And exactly, and they also had the ejection seat right here, Mm -hmm. which they moved. Uh, I forget how far away they moved it because I saw blocks. it when I was yeah, walking it's, it's in. it's walking in off of Como. But to signify that we are here at the Great Minnesota Get Together, I did spill my turkey to go sandwich on my GarageLogic uh, oh, polo shirt.
0: That's nice. Yeah, and that's,
1: it's yeah. funny because I wore this yesterday but washed it because it, we got soaked in rain thinking, sure. oh, I want to wear this shirt again today. First thing I did when I got here is spilled my sandwich on my so shirt. So if someone's coming
0: down to the booth, they can come here and get their GarageLogic attire yes. and get a GarageLogic... Cling, uh, yep. right? And a huge percentage of that goes to charity, correct? Yes, absolutely. And thanks to Dennis Kirk for the ones that supported that endeavor, too. That's so cool. Yeah. Is there a bunch of scramble stuff yet? Uh, no. Do we have any scramble shirts? We do not.
1: We do not. The uh, budget was a little tight this year for the weekly scramble We've shirts. We've been
0: on the air on this company for seven years. Yes, that's it's true. Over eight years. Yes, Number one show on that channel, and we still don't have a Scramble shirt. Well,
1: we did have one the first couple of
0: years. Yeah, yeah, we had a beer show shirt, and I still have them. Yeah, I still have them, but now we're the Scramble. So if
1: you're used to the beer show, now we're the Scramble. So the first thing I wanted to touch on with you, because I always classify you as you are Mr. State Fair. I I love the State Fair. You absolutely love the State Fair. You've been coming here for decades, since you were a kid. Since I was one. What is the difference in the year of 2021, outside of the things I just mentioned Mm. with COVID concerns and things like that, that you can sense from just these last few years where where the fair really transformed into an eating and drinking destination? Well,
0: you know, I think what's different for me as an adult man is I used to come to the fair as a kid with like 50 cents. Like I would get in and then I'd have 50 more cents or $2. And now I'm lucky to get out of here for 300 bucks. <laughs> right. right? I mean, we, we walk in, my kids instantly jump to, I need that, I need that. They're sitting here watching right now. Hi, girls. And they, they're good kids. Yes. But they don't understand money. No. They don't understand what it means. No,
1: you just have, you just have an endless
0: I supply of it. I just have it. In fact, I, dad. I just said, you know, Girls, stop asking at some point. You just got to stop asking. <laughs> but they'd do every single ride. They'd eat every, or they, let me restate that, they'd take one bite of everything. They right. wouldn't necessarily eat it. Yep. And then three, 400 bucks down the, down the road for a family of five. Yep. And that was a state fair.
1: Well, that was the funny part about Governor Walls, I think it was Governor Walls, announcing a few days, days ago that if you wanted to, if you were unvaccinated, you could come to the fair and they were going to give you $100. A uh, $100 visa gift card. To get card,
0: vaccinated here. To get vaccinated here on the fairgrounds.
1: Really? Yep. To which I said, that's great. That $100 visa gift card will last you an hour and a half yes, yeah. at the Minnesota State yep. Fair. Because okay. as you've, you've probably already noticed, um, everything's more expensive this year. I have not noticed that yet. For obvious reasons, okay. I think. You know, Makes sense. But, well, just in general, co- costs of a lot of stuff have gone up. Inflation. Inflation. And um, because I also know that a lot of these booths are short staffed. We had the story that you know there's what 100 and some vendors that weren't able to sure. uh, to even open because of COVID and staffing concerns. Although
0: let me let me say something about that real sure. quickly. Please, you do not get that vibe. That stuff is not open. I was worried that you were going to see like a oh closed like walking booth. around. Yeah, yeah, nothing looks empty. Nope. I mean, it looks like a totally normal state fair. There's a lot of action. It is absolutely worth coming to. And, you know, on a day like today, this is uh, when we're doing this on Friday. Obviously, not Mm -hmm. everybody will hear this till later on today or Saturday. It was not crazy busy. You could feel very comfortable coming to the fair.
1: And that's why I think it's different because on a normal Friday afternoon, I mean, it would be bustling. It would be bustling. Yes. yes. But that's okay. No, I'm completely fine with that, to be perfectly honest. Well, I
0: think it's maybe the right thing. If you, um, you know, sometimes at the fair, you see people who are less than pinnacle shape. Right. Okay. And you think, well, maybe that's if they're not vaccinated. Maybe it's not the time to come to the fair. Sure. Right. Fair. And I don't, I don't see a lot of that this year. I see a lot of people looking real good, feeling healthy, being safe. Yeah. Drinking beers, having corn dogs.
1: And the, so we just got kind of a glimpse. You know, uh, our guy rookie was doing the show with his family, and they had the guys on from Andy's Garage, which is yes. just down the street. And you, you made this prediction years ago, and I've given you credit. You know, ever since then about the the, the white claw. Fit, yes, the craze. I should the, say not Faze, but the craze. But n- you're now seeing seltzers. that start to trickle into state fair. a lot of these state fair vendors because the guys at Andy's had the uh, the, the they had a seltzer. They also had up it was like a pina colada slushy oh. and things like that. Well, because. Again, when it's 150 degrees out, I mean that. I love IPAs, but I just I'm not in an IPA mood. I want something a little bit more chill than that. I had
0: the key lime pie from Liftbridge on the way in. Mm-hmm. Not uh, not the way in driving here. The way in I got into the state <laughs> fair. Stopped over at Cafe Caribe. Driving in, I went through yeah, the drive-thru yes. and snagged one. And uh, it was very, very good. It did not I'm a big fan of key lime pie and for some reason I thought it was going to taste just like a piece of key lime pie. Sure. And it was like Key lime pie esque, ah. but not key lime pie. But it was very good. It's well worth a try. So that was the Lift Bridge Key Lime Pie nice. beer. That's a State Fairer uh, only, I think.
1: So the funny thing was uh, when it started to rain. It was probably right around three o'clock, maybe a little bit before three o'clock. And the the, the Garage Logic crew was gonna head back to grab the shuttle mm-hmm. because we were done with the show. You and I weren't doing the show sure. yesterday, so we were just gonna head back. And we thought, well, as long as it's raining, you know, maybe on the walk back, we'll grab we'll grab a beer. On our walk back to the shuttle,
0: yeah, and
1: everything that had a roof was was completely packed. So I thought, that ain't happening. Well, we're not walking into
0: that one. We're not walking
1: into that one. We're not walking into that one. Were you with the one and only Joe Sushere?
0: Yes, I was. And did Joe Sushere look in there and say, "Not on my life"? No, he was
1: basically pushing women and children out of the way way to get to to the uh, to get to the shuttle. So I do have to share you a a funny story because we have had a tradition um, these last couple of years on this show. Um which has always been great and it and it surfaced yesterday. What was it? Well I got a text around three mm-hmm. from our dear friend John Leningkugel, oh. who texted a photo of no one at the booth saying, Where are you guys? You're kidding. Question mark, I'm not.
0: And I so went So he's here.
1: I went, Oh no. I forgot to tell John we weren't doing the show today. 'Cause he's just oh, always been here. No. The very first Thursday okay. afternoon he's coming to do the beer show with oh, us. Oh what a shame. In fact that best is guest ever. That is my favorite segment we've ever done. It might not even have been a segment, it might have been the whole show where you and I sat here with all three Kugel brothers, and mm-hmm. I don't think I said a word for 45 minutes. No,
0: but the best part about it, too, is John Kugel will actually say, uh, ladies and gentlemen, that's the beer show. And he'll, like, go in and out of commercials for you. Yeah. And he does the whole. In yeah. fact, I think I, when I was doing my commercials live, he would add in a yes. little bit of stuff because he's, he's actually built for radio. That guy's great. Yeah. So I was a little disappointed. I thought, "Well, we're going to do the show tomorrow." He said, "Nope, nope.
1: I, I only come on the first day of the fair with you guys. I, I can't do tomorrow." Oh no. So anyway, so we well, miss- we'll we'll text him again and see if we can get him for next we'll week. We'll maybe try to get him for next week, but I thought that, I thought you'd get a kick out of that that creatures of habit, he was just going to show up and be here regardless of whether there was Anybody present in this building or not?
0: So I know a lot of people that listen to GL Garage Logic Podcast will also listen to this scramble. Mm-hmm. Was there anything that you talked about on GL of any new things that were that you had to go try?
1: Uh, not really. I mean, we've had a lot of we had a musical guest today. Um, I'm trying to think. We had the Lake Detective on today. Uh, but not that was one of Joe's rules was let's not just make every guest about food. Sure, um, which, well, is, which so is rare. Rookie was producing, and Rookie is a food guy. <laughs> yes, he is. But
0: it was it, was it totally different running a show podcast versus on air?
1: Not really, because because being in this building back back in this building, because yeah. like I said, the, the last time we were out here, we did it over at the Channel Five building. You felt more like you were at home. Okay, just the 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 the, the comfort aspect of that and everything else. So it, it was it was great. It's been a great couple of days. But I do have to tell you, this morning, it happened. Uh-oh. My mm-hmm. wife was out for her run because mm-hmm. she does not. She has Fridays off. So she was out for her run, and I was uh, doing breakfast with the boys, and we're getting going. It's, I don't know, 7.45-ish in the morning. And uh, I walked over to the kitchen window, and I went, oh, no. Oh, no. There were two boys standing on my sidewalk with their backpacks on waiting for the school bus. Ah. Oh.
0: And I said, No. Were you, did you have well, a momentary thought of, oh my God, are my kids supposed to go to school?
1: Well, no, I, the only reason I didn't have that thought was I, I, I just had received an email from their school that morning and sure. I, I just read it about, hey, don't forget school starting Tuesday after Labor Day, which is exactly when school is supposed to start. After Labor school Day. School is never supposed to start before Labor Day and I'm, I, it, when I become president of this country mm-hmm, one day, mm-hmm. I should be right now, when I become president <laughs> of the country one day, School, no school will start before Labor Day. That's that, that's a crime against humanity.
0: I, you know, I'm with you on that. And it should end, like, May 1st. Well, but no, I
1: would, wouldn't would you, as a, as a student, rather start after Labor Day and maybe
0: attack on another week? Because I just, certainly just, would. As me, as a student, I want to start it after Labor Day and attack less last two weeks. And then end after Easter. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't really need much formal <laughs> education. You know, that's uh, my kids start on Monday, next Monday, well before Whoa, Labor Day, right? I just And then I said, hey, I have to do the scramble again on next Thursday at about 2 o'clock, right? We're going to be out there again. And I said, it's too bad you won't be able to make it to the fair. And they said, just get us out of school early. And I said, huh. How's that going to look? Calling up the school saying, hey, hey. Uh, my girls need to be ready to leave a couple hours early because we've got to go to the fair, and I don't think that would be acceptable. Plus, my kids need every single second of education they can get.
1: So what is the, what is the reasoning behind that for, for schools to start that early? Is, is it a teacher's union thing? Is It, uh, a, is it, 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 a it feels like a COVID thing this year, right?
0: They don't know if they're going to get it But schools have been in.
1: starting before Labor Day for years now.
0: Well, in, you know, I live in the city, and my kids live in the yep. city with me. Yep. There's not a lot of farming done. And I think after Labor Day, there's, although you know, Labor Day, you still have corn in the fields, right? right? I mean, yeah. it's, everything's not done. The, the um, soy, so what's the soy, what am I thinking? Soybeans? Soybeans. Okay. I was going to say soy gum, but that wasn't it. No, that's the soybeans, I don't, I don't know if they're in or out of the field, but that's what they usually had school start late for, right? Yep. Yeah, but now my kids live in the city. They're not, they're not picking anything. I don't have to go work in the field. Do they want
1: to? No. I know they're people. They're like
0: at uh, $2,000 gymnastics camps and stuff like that. Well, in, in fact,
1: a- we had a, uh, our, our state fair animal today. Our state fair animal today. See you, Ruck. by Mikulski family. Live shout out on a podcast. Let's go. do it. <laughs> um, we are. Uh, our state fair animal today was a chicken. A chicken? Yeah, a really nice chicken. Really? And as it came up, uh, Joe said, oh, you've got a rabbit. And I said, No. No, he only saw the this part where okay. she was holding it, and he yeah, just guessed the, the butt. Yeah. He just guessed that that, that was a rabbit, huh. and uh, I said, "No, Joe, that, that's that, that's a chicken." <laughs> that, that there's a chicken. Yeah.
0: So in years past, you've had some incredible animals. Yeah. How did this year get? Chicken? Chicken seems very pedestrian. Well,
1: yesterday we did have a giant cow. Oh, that's cool. That we brought over from the uh, the dairy barn because it was a dairy cow. That mm-hmm. was really unsettled, uh, kind of a little shaky, you know, out here in the front with all the people that were here. I don't even think it was because Joe had just done a Grundhofer uh, <laughs> ad, but I. Sure. But, but it was the cows a little nervous. We also had uh, two dogs came over from Monte Crucial's traveling reptile show. Okay, and we had a baby alligator, which oh, was cool. about six years old, I think, but it was only three feet? Okay, you know, because feet I, I didn't length. know if you
0: were going to actually say the number because you just put up your hands and I'm like, no one can hear yeah, you. Yeah, I was trying to think because I was back there. So, so I, just a few feet? Yeah, but
1: okay. it was kind of neat to neat to see and I've always, I've always loved that because as a kid growing up on a farm going to the farm booths yeah, never really intrigued me because I, I don't. I've, I've seen that before,
0: but sure, my kids sure, haven't, sure.
1: so they obviously always want to go in there.
0: Yeah, my kids did too. They wanted to go into the birthing center, and I was like, totally fine as long as something's not giving birth. Yeah, as, as long as something's not birthing. As long as no one has a hand in a cow pulling out a calf. All right, so you, how long have you been out on the ground so far? Uh, only an hour, and I had one of the best experiences of my life. Okay. I, I see Kenny Olson, the one and only Kenny Olson. Sure, it's right hard from to miss the, him. The Garage Logic. Lore, he's walking by and I said, Hey Kenny, I need to introduce you to my wife. She's a big fan of your nice. 107.1. Absolutely, stuff. and so I bring her over and we start talking. And then, um, it, we, we chatted for like 10 minutes, right? Sure, and yeah, he's super nice about it. And my wife's giving him a bunch of accolades. And then at some point in time, I, I say my name, who I am, because I, of course, I know Kenny, he's met me like yeah. numerous times. And times yeah. We're on the same radio station and, and and all that stuff. And he had no clue, not one clue who I was. I mean, huh. not one. And I said, "Yeah, Kenny, I, you you do our ads on. You're you're actually like part of a show that we sponsor," and he was just uh, just kind of laughed and said, "How did I?" And then he said, "Did you lose a bunch of weight?" Exact same weight as I graduated from high school. He so I think he thinks I was somebody different, uh-huh. somebody before. And he goes, "You had, you had uh, emailed me that." She had wanted to meet me because she thought it was funny from 107.1. I said, yeah. And he's like, I didn't believe that was a real email. I said, yeah, it was. It, it truly was. Well,
1: and in Kenny's defense, our show concluded just before 2 p.m., so I'm going to guarantee he's on about his sixth beer. Uh, okay. By the time that he fair uh, rolled around to meet that you, that was fair so enough. I, was, I'm going to give my man Olsen a little a little defense. There. I did
0: not tell Nicole who Kenny was, ah. and I just said, "Go stand next to him and introduce yourself." And the moment she heard his voice, she's like, "Oh my god, it's Kenny!" It's Kenny, and I was like, "I got to take a selfie." I, that's what we did. <laughs> no, and and what was so funny is I took the selfie for Kenny, and Kenny said, "I got to see that picture to okay it." I was like, "What? Oh yeah, Do you I can't." Imagine you oh, would yeah. care about no, that? No,
1: he's that 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 does not shock me in the really? least. Really,
0: I had no idea that he would be even thinking of his looks. So I wanted to bring up something. Uh, y- you you have
1: daughters? I do. Have no. you tell me you have seen the Dave Grohl video that I? Apparently, this has been around for a little bit, but I just saw it two days ago, and everybody on the show made fun of me for okay, bringing it up. I, I have no idea what. So was it? obviously, Dave Grohl, Foo Fighters, yes, former fantastic. Nirvana, yep. one of the best musicians that we have going uh, currently. He's on stage. At some live show that mm-hmm. he's doing. I'm assuming it's a Foo Fighters concert. Sure. He brings out his daughter, who I would guess is a teenager. Okay. I, I don't think she's in her 20s, but she's a, she's a teenager. Sure. Has her sit down, and he starts to play, and she starts to sing a song from Adele. It's You're kidding. Amazing. Really? Her voice is
0: incredible. And I should have sung Everlong. That's one of the best songs ever. That would have been cool. That That would have been really cool. That is an amazing song. Like, literally, one of my favorite songs. Yes. And if she would have done that, if she has this rock star voice, is what you're saying? Oh, yeah. Oh, that got so cool.
1: It was really cool. And I thought, man, because, and it goes back to, I think we touched on this a couple of weeks ago, where, you know, I've been involved in athletics basically my whole life. Mm -hmm. And this was the first time in the first summer where my son was in an organized tournament as a baseball player. Got it. And the nerves and all the energy and everything—it oh, was times fifty Absolutely. of any time I've ever, and I've played sure. sports at a collegiate level. Yeah, collegiate. And I'm baseball. thinking I'm more nervous and and excited for him than I ever was for myself. Did you find yourself
0: yelling out loud? No, and in okay. fact,
1: I made it a point not to do that sure. because a lot of the other parents that were with William's team mm-hmm. weren't hadn't really gone through it before as a, as an athlete. Sure. And so they're kind of like, okay, how's he going to react? Yeah. And so if I, and plus two, I'm, he, he feeds off me. So if he sees me to start getting worked up, he's going to get worked up. So I got to be calm, cool and collected. Otherwise he's going to start getting nuts. Yeah. You you just don't want to do that. You don't want to put pressure. So I can't even imagine, you know, Dave Grohl's played in some of the biggest concerts in front of some of the biggest crowds ever, what his mind's going through watching his daughter just kill it. On stage during that, it was it was so is really. Is that I gotta, your, is I your favorite you. Dave
0: Grohl moment? No. Uh. Well, when I saw him live, have you ever seen him live? No, but I did see them at the probably 1990 MTV Music Awards. Okay. Where he throws his guitar up into the air. Do you remember? Still this? with Nirvana. Yeah. Still okay. with Nirvana. Yep. Playing, they just killed it. He throws his guitar up into the air and goes to catch it, misses it, and the wood of the guitar clunks him in the head oh and he basically goes down i can't believe you haven't seen that no he goes down like a sack of potatoes oh no And he's he's not knocked out but he is not feeling good (laughs) because he just whipped a guitar 15 feet into the air and it landed on his head oh ouch that was my favorite dave grohl moment
1: seeing him live though because obviously he's a phenomenal guitar player and a great drummer in fact that's always been my line about nirvana i love nirvana but i've always said they're best guitar player was their drummer
0: yeah <laughs> you know i'm wondering if that wasn't even dave Grohl on that because that would who was their guitar player in nirvana well it still,
1: it still could have been because he Grohl. played guitar yeah. on on a few songs well in, in any event seeing him live at the x that was probably 10 years ago that was cool because it's the show within the show you know sure. where he's just he's just a showman he's, he's an just, absolute yeah, he's he, just great he's
0: great on stage my favorite band to see live is weezer and they just were here missed him because i was out of town Yep. Huge fan. Of oh, that's the, right. They played Weezer. at Target Field a couple of days ago. Yeah, they that's had right. uh, they had like Green Day, Weezer. I mean, it was a a pretty great and Fallout Boy. Does that sound right? Maybe that's okay. maybe one I want to notice. But I did feel bad because that's a concert I never miss, and complete. Not only did I miss it, I didn't even know it was happening. I don't that's think a I...
1: lot of people did because from what I saw,
0: It didn't look very busy. Well,
1: but it's tough to gauge a show like that because you can spread out so far sure. at Target, a place yeah. like Target Field. Yeah, Whereas so you know, when you're at Uh, name your venue you can get a better sense of how many people are there like, I was at the Vikings game on Saturday with my boys. It's a long story. Well, what the hell? I'm not, we're doing I, a show, and I heard it, but go for it. Um, but it was just like, okay, well, let's, let's just go. We, we were, my wife was out of town. We were just looking for stuff to do, mm-hmm. and I thought, well, let's just go there for a little bit. I can tell the boys and lie to them and say I took you to a Vikings game sure. this year, even though it was preseason. They don't know the they difference. Don't, they don't care. No, but yeah. then they still had they still had a good time. But of course, it's Minneapolis, so I want to get out of there before it starts even remotely getting close to being dark.
0: Yeah, what time did you? Uh, at what? point Oh, in the game we were did back in the,
1: the car way before nine o'clock. Okay. I mean, it was. It wasn't even probably eight thirty. Oh,
0: so you stayed for a fair amount of the, the game. first quarter. Okay. Oh, we that's basically it. Okay. stayed for
1: the first quarter, okay. then walked back to the car. Yeah. Um, where was <laughs> I going with that? I don't know.
0: Wait, you know, let me tell you a real quick. Oh, story crowds! About, it
1: was maybe half full at half U.S. Bank okay. Stadium. Okay, that's what I, I'm so
0: thinking. right when U.S. Bank State Stadium opened, they had that uh, soccer match, football match, but soccer. Oh, I do remember had, like, that. Man yes. United and someone else, and that was like one of the first big sporting events ever at the stadium. Yep. In I fact, could, it might have been the first. I event. think it was. Yeah. So I want to go there first. And I want to bring my girls. <laughs> we go in. We stand in line for 30 minutes to get cheese curds. I mean, when I say 30 minutes, we stand in line for 30 minutes.
1: I do recall that because they weren't... They didn't
0: have anything really working yet. Right. I get to the front, and they, I, I'd like, I said, I'd like the cheese curds. And they said, we don't have those here. I said, oh, the, the board says cheese curds. Maybe they're upstairs. I said, oh, man, like, come on. But I get it. It's, it's sure. opening day, right? So we go sit down, and the guys are, like, warming up. And, and my littlest one says... You know we we should maybe leave, <laughs> and when she gets something in her head, yep, it, it ain't stopping. No, nope. right? Because she was. What we did is we Ubered down there. Sure. And she was, I think, worried. And she was young. She was worried that we wouldn't be able to get an Uber on the way out.
1: Oh, sure.
0: And so they cut we the time lasted. Off, apparently. If I'm not mistaken, $600 I spent on tickets. Wow. And we lasted maybe five minutes but you was, were there i was there we got the photo to so prove
1: it you ended up walking around the stadium more to and from your seat more than you actually sat in the seat. oh my god
0: and you know it was we, we really had a great spot it was really really a lot of fun it actually made soccer it was a great place for soccer it was totally great but it was uh, if i were to do it again i'd maybe not bring my littlest daughter no offense littlest daughter she <laughs> stares at me <laughs>
1: You're outing her now. I am. Now, she's, um, now you're going to hear about it as soon as we're done with the will. show. That's all right. Uh, all right. So, game plan here, Michael, because you are, are you are a guy that likes to be here at night? Or are you a guy that likes to come here frequently? I would at the never, the State never State leave
0: Fair? the Safe Fair. So, two years ago. But no. do you have
1: like a curfew, an inherent curfew no. in your brain?
0: No, I mean, we won't be here that late because I'm a kids. but otherwise I'd stay till whenever. Okay. I, you know, I, I was trying to teach my kids the other day. Whenever you go to a party, show up late. And whenever you leave a party, leave early, yeah. never be the last person there. No. Right? And no. never be the first person don't there. Don't be that guy. So I don't want to, like, if someone's saying to me, hey, you got to go, I'm not going to be that guy at the state fair with right. someone telling me I have to leave. So I'd leave at 10, 30, 11, yeah. whatever time. What time do they even close the fair? I don't even know. I about.
1: don't know. But, but because we had to uh, uh, adjust our time schedules for the Hubbard Broadcasting Shuttle. That, sure. That's so great. That takes us in and out of the fairground. It's you your own road. Yeah. It's, it's great. Um, and they used to run them because they used to do the 10 o'clock news out here. Up until, I think the last shuttle would leave at 10.30, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe it was 10.45. I can't. Mm-hmm. No, it must have been 10.45. A little bit later. Because the yeah. news would have been done at 10.30. Right. Uh, but now I think they only run the shuttle till 9 o'clock. So, You're not going to walk back. Well, that, well, at one time, <laughs> I'll share a quick story. Uh, I forget which. There was a bunch of us that that worked for the radio station, the, 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 the three radio stations that Hubbard owns. And we went to a concert. It might have even been Weezer, now that you mention mm-hmm. it. And that's the only... Yeah, they were here, yeah. So this was was maybe five, ten years ago. Can't even remember. So we went to the show. It was great. We're walking around a little bit afterwards. And then someone had said, we have to run or we're going to miss the last shuttle. Oh, no. And then we missed the last shuttle. And so trying to get a cab... To come to the state fair. To come to the state fair. It's not happening. At closing time. And I think it was a Friday, too, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, no. At that time is... We, I, and I said, we might as well have just walked back. Yeah, you could almost, I
0: mean, it's a couple good miles yeah. from the State Fair, <laughs> but you could do it. I was, uh, I, I was in uh, California the last couple of days, right? Yep. And, and in fact, I missed my flight. I didn't miss my flight. My flight was canceled. And the best part about where I was in California is a very small town. So I, was, I had to stay in a hotel that was near the airport. And I, I had a flight at 6 o'clock in the morning. So I had to kind of catch a cab pretty early. And the person at the front desk said, well, there are no cabs. Right? We don't. We don't have that. It's a small town. No one's up at 4:30 to take you to the airport. And I'm looking at like the money that I have in my wallet, and the person who's working the front desk of the thing. <laughs> and I said, "How much? Right. How much does it take for you to put a back in 15-minute sign to drive to get, me to, to the drive airport. me to the airport? Me, my golf clubs, and three other guys, and we negotiated a price. And that person said, "Hop in, let's go." And nice. they actually did it twice because we had because we couldn't fit everybody in their, their car. Okay. And I was like, wow. That is quite the system. Then as the second group was leaving, the pilots from the flight that we were supposed to take, they were also at that hotel. This huge no. Cadillac XL. No. And, and he's like, oh, you guys could have totally come with me. I'm like, maybe we should have thought that out, boys, instead of <laughs> paying the front desk person. A couple of things. A,
1: your, your first mistake
0: was booking an early flight. That's the worst I, We did not book an early... Well, here's the situation. Oh, this was your makeup flight. This was my makeup flight. Oh, that was okay. the next morning. And they said, if you don't make that flight, uh, go ahead and plan to drive to uh, San Francisco. Otherwise, you're going to be there another day. Oh. It's like, oh, gosh, let's make sure this flight... Nothing's worse than traveling and then having it go awry on the way back, right?
1: I, will, I would normally agree with you, except one time when we... In fact, this interrupted a beer show uh, years ago when we were in San Diego... And we had had such a horrific snowstorm back here, mm-hmm. we were forced to stay, stay. another day yeah. in San Diego, which we were completely cool with. Yeah,
0: that's a little bit better. <laughs> I remember that beer show when I think I did that one without you, like yes. I, was, I, I was pretending to be the host. It's way more nerve-wracking when you have to Why? introduce the show. Oh. You're just so adjusted to it.
1: <laughs> I so I was all
0: nervous, and then I had to get <laughs> guests. I actually did pr- prep work for it, so unlike everything that we've done today, yes, it wasn't just I just wasn't winging it all, set, all the time. I was close to winging it, but not all the time.
1: All right, so are you are you, are you making the shift? Because I I actually started to this week where I started to kind of prep for fall mode because you're seeing a lot of football promos and you're seeing you know it's just school. I mentioned the school bus earlier. I'm I, I think this week, and it's always the fair for me. Sure. Once the fair hits, then I'm starting to mentally adjust. To, to 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 fall schedule fall routine we're starting to put the kids to sleep a little bit earlier not getting letting them get away with staying yeah, up yeah trying o'clock to get them used
0: to waking up a little early because
1: that's what my that's what my wife loves the most is that she has to get up at five forty five in the morning and they're still up at ten o'clock at night I said yeah. well we all get to sleep in tomorrow what's what's the problem yeah. babe and she said yeah that's that, that's that's great yeah that's great that's great, that, that's great. Yeah, I stopped to no. get up at five o'clock in the morning oh no well what are you gonna do but but plus uh, with the fair uh, you know, school, everything else, but you're starting to see. Like, I saw this huge uh, Gopher Sports deal, and all they're talking about is the Ohio State sure. game next week and things like that. But can't wait. You really see a lot of that here yeah. because obviously people, you you know, you know, Toro selling, starting to ch- change inventory. In Everybody from, switching to the lawn or snowblowers. Yeah, like exactly. That. In fact, Joe said that on the show the other day, and I almost smacked him. Like, don't don't say the S word this yeah, you know, don't this don't early. Do it so quick.
0: But I but you know that's that's. I kind of have two seasons. Okay. I have golf season. And Christmas season. Oh. Right? So you go to golf and then all of a sudden golf ends. But don't you you golf year round? Kind of. I mean, if I can. Okay. But in Minnesota, you get like all golf season, maybe you have to end November 1st. Then, then, okay, now I'm into Christmas. Okay. And that ends obviously December 25th. And then there's this time period. I like to not think about from like January 2nd to May 1st. Mm -hmm. That's just nothing. Okay. Right? Maybe maybe early April if you're lucky, you might be able to play some. And that's the that's the hardest time in Minnesota for me. Okay. Just that doldrums of nothing's exciting. All well, the holidays are over. Well,
1: in this time of the year too, it's almost like we try to jam August for some reason, at least in my family is always the busiest. And right. it culminates with obviously the state fair, uh baseball coming to a conclusion mm-hmm. for us with a lot of tournaments and things, you know, the state amateur tournament started last weekend which my boys and I attended. I think three or four games over the course of the weekend, and it helped that everything's right in our backyard in Chaska. So when you say
0: attended, because I, I I heard you talk about that yeah. earlier. I mean, are, are you at a game for two and a half hours and then oh, go yeah. to another one for two and a half hours? Yeah. I mean, but at yeah. a baseball game? Yeah, yeah. You, you've watched more baseball in one day than I have in the last year. <laughs>
1: okay, well I'll rephrase that. Okay. So uh, the kids are
0: running around. They bring their gloves.
1: Ex- exactly. They're throwing balls on the on the next. So here field I'll, I'll set up the situation for you. So last Friday. The state amateur baseball tournament opened up in Chaska, Waconia, Hamburg, which is three miles from my house and eight miles from my house, the two parks in Waconia and Chaska. Super convenient. And so we drove down there, and the Chaska Cubs were playing where I know – Half the guys that are on that team, and all their kids are there. That my boys all play baseball with. Okay. So they weren't sitting there watching the game; they're running around being kids sure. with the other kids that are there. Yeah. Um, and then on Saturday we we went to one game, but then we went to the then we went to the Vikings game. And on Sunday, before we had to go pick up my wife from the airport, we stood there, and that's when it was, Dad, can we go? Dad, can we go? <laughs> can we, can we they go? they they were sick of it. They were okay. they 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 were baseballed out. Okay, b- b- well that makes me that feel point. a little
0: bit better. Otherwise, those guys were like maybe crazy because if they were that much into staying at three, but here's why it's cool. Games, so,
1: for instance, you know a lot of these towns they have great facilities. The ballparks are uh, amazing, beautiful. Chaska is probably the, one of the best in the state, including what and what is too. But when you get stories like this, where Corey Koski, mm-hmm. former Twins third baseman, yeah, he's retired or had been retired for. Ten years. I don't even know how long it's sure. been since he played, and he comes back to play with his kids for Loretto, which is a which is a little town really west of Plymouth. So he started to play with those guys a couple of weeks ago. They go on this great run, and now they're they're playing tonight actually in Chaska.
0: That's cool. Right, well, do you think that's cool, or do you think that's uh, stacking the deck a little bit? No, I think it's completely you awesome. Got Corey Koski, a former Minnesota switch. Well, he's almost fifty. So what?
1: No, I so think it's great for. You. Well,
0: here's also why I, I think it's. I great. I said if he would have played the whole season, can he jump in late season? Is well, you right?
1: have to. The, the The state rule is you have to have at least four games played, four league games played. With your team to be eligible for postseason, so he play. did that. Oh, he had more than that. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah. So he wasn't just
0: jumping in in the playoffs.
1: No, 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 absolutely not. And I say that because uh, a guy that started out with our team is just got called up and is pitching for the Angels. So I'm, yeah, that's why I'm saying that. That's yeah. completely okay. Yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, what's better to have a current professional baseball player or a or a. a, a but it's age, just probably.
1: it's just good for the game in general. I mean, it's good because it helps promote the game. It's good because it'll bring people to the game that otherwise are, are might... people freaking out when they see Corey Kosky? Well, no, but they're probably not freaking out, but oh. they're just intrigued by the storyline. Okay, you know, which I think is awesome.
0: Who who did I love? Um, Daryl Strawberry. Remember when he was playing AAA? Didn't he play for the Saints? I I want to say yes. Yeah, he did.
1: And I I, thought, I think I remember how,
0: that. How did your life go wrong when you're Daryl Strawberry? One of the best baseball players. I mean, uh, arguably a great baseball player. Sure, yeah. And he's playing for the Saints for no money just to see if he can ever get picked up from another team. Well, that's exactly
1: why yeah. you're doing it. Yeah. You're just hoping that in some way you still have it. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, I could have my my, my think timeline missed up. up. I think the Yankees did sign him, but he, he was cooked by He was that. done. Yeah, yeah, he was just done. And, that, and the thing is, you're just trying to catch lightning in a bottle. Well, another Saints story, classic example, before they became the AAA affiliate is Kevin Millar. Mm-hmm. Where Kevin Millar was pretty much out of baseball. He decided to play one season of maybe one or two seasons of independent ball. In fact, we had him on, Racing I had him on, and we were talking about this when he became an analyst for MLB Network. And he basically said the Saints saved my career. Because after that, I stint with the Saints. I think they might have even they either got to or won the championship for that that independent okay. league championship. Boston signs him, and then he's on the team that breaks the curse in 2004. Yeah,
0: and wins a World Series. Yeah, so, I, I mean, and if you just th- think about
1: that. And then he played another handful of years with, with the Red Sox and maybe Baltimore. I so what do remember. you think, if
0: you did the math, so if you jump onto a team that wins a World Series, what do you think that means to you? Because now everybody wants your signature. Yeah. Now you can do any sporting event. You can go to any event because you're a, a World Series winning baseball player. Yeah. That's a huge, huge thing. Oh, it's everything. They were talking about Hideki Matsuyama who, when he won the Masters. Yeah. That that might mean a billion dollars to him, one billion dollars in terms
1: of of value for of, him the himself. value for him. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. said he was making okay. about
0: fifteen million bucks in sponsorships before. Okay, he'll make about fifty million bucks this next year on sponsorships. Wow. They said all Strixon clubs—that's what he shoots. You know, okay. and the balls he plays sold out in Japan, just sold out. Wow. So they're just like, oh, what does this mean? Because you know, Japan has—he's the one Japanese player that's won the Masters, right? Mm-hmm. He's a billion-dollar guy, and I loved, I don't know if you saw the video of him, like, sitting at the airport. He's won the Masters. He's wearing, like, a pair of Jordans and a black t-shirt, right? (laughs) He looks like just Just a normal guy traveling. He's got his green jacket laying over the seat next to him. Not in a bag, not in a garment bag, just laying over the seat next to him. He's sitting there, has headphones on and just kind of chilling with his green jacket, and he hops on. He has to load up into the plane in coach, because he's taking coach flight home to Japan, and he's um, you know, a billion. They think he's going to be the equivalent of Michael Jordan wow. in Japan. Wow. I mean, think of that.
1: That is crazy.
0: Did you watch that Tiger Woods HBO uh, special? I, that if you want to watch something about a guy who's what a interesting, interesting life. Watch that Tiger Woods special. Well,
1: I will say here's the reason why I didn't watch that. You've obviously read because I know you you love golf. Mm-hmm. Did you read the Wright Thompson piece that he did on – you know who Wright Thompson is, right? Yeah. Writes for ESPN, one of probably the smartest writers going in sports journalism right now. And he did this in-depth, thought-out, well-crafted piece on Tiger. And it made me go, boy, I don't like Tiger Woods anymore.
0: Yeah, I don't – You know, I did. can't do that. You can't say that about a guy, though. Why? Because you've never walked into any place ever – and had anybody do whatever you wanted, period, no matter what. That's true. Not just anybody, every single person there, right? And, you know, your dad's grooming you to be the best of the best, comparing you to Mahatma Gandhi and Nelson Mandela and everything, changing the world in terms of those are your role models and you're going to be bigger than these guys. And that's what he had to go through. And I just can't. If someone gave me everything I ever wanted... You wouldn't be alive. I would not be alive. Honest (laughs) to God, that's why I think the problem with rock stars, that's why they're dying at 27. Could be. Because people are giving them whatever they want, and that's not a good thing to have. No, that's probably true. And Tiger, I don't know if Tiger was that dynamic of a guy. I think he was an incredible, and still is an incredible golfer. But I don't know if he was like... I I, I don't know. He had had a very unique thing about him. But I don't know if he was Mr. Personality who would say, oh, you know, i got to calm down. I'm going to go home early today. I think he just... It was hanging out with Barkley and Jordan, All right. and just living the life.
1: So I have a cu- two things left here on my list of subjects I wanted to get into with yeah. you. Uh, uh, it was, you know, announced a couple of days ago. We 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 talked about it uh, pretty in depth on GL. About the passing of Charlie Watts, the drummer for mm-hmm. the Rolling Stones, did that resonate with you at all? Were you a big Stones guy? Uh,
0: I'm an okay Stones guy. I, I did like a couple of the facts about him. He sounds like a neat guy, a guy who has a big yeah. car collection but has no driver's license, right? right? Yeah. And you know, the Stones were a little before my time. See,
1: and that's the thing. I mean, I like some of their music, but I I have no connection to them whatsoever. No. And I don't think I've and I've never seen them live. And I've been to a million concerts, but I've yeah, never I've, seen I've never live. seen
0: them live either. And I think they're great showmen. I think at some point in time they have to hang it up. Right. I, I don't know when that would be. Yeah. I don't know if they should, Right, but it just seems like, well, you're going to have diminishing return but, on the Stones.
1: But the best thing that came out of it, because uh, you know, obviously all the stories and the tributes start to come yeah. out, and there was a piece that somebody had printed, and I'm going to paraphrase because I can't remember the exact quote, but it was Keith Richards talking about Charlie Watts mm-hmm. in a piece that I think was in en Vogue, or maybe the Rolling Stone, I can't remember which publication, but basically saying that they were, they were in Amsterdam on tour, and Keith and Mick had gone out all night and they were coming back to their hotel at five in the morning because mm-hmm. that's just what they sure. did. And, uh, and uh, Mick starts to call Charlie's room. Charlie was, you know, and this was Charlie was sober. He was Super Mr. Clean. clean yep. And so he's back at his room, sleeping, obviously, at five in the morning, like you would yeah. do as a normal human being. And Keith called. Charlie answered and he said, Where's my drummer? I'm, that's a horrible Mick impersonation. <laughs> I loved it. You hear a click. Ten minutes later, there's a knock on the door, and here's Charlie Watts picks up, picks up Mick and cold cocks him, and he says, "Never call me your drummer ever again." Throws him down and walks out the really? room. Really? And I thought, now that is rock and roll, baby, wow. right there. Wow. Which another is, is another, you know. Great line about how they've stayed together for what next year would have been their 60th anniversary tour. It's amazing, tour. Yeah. and he
0: wasn't there all those. No, no, yeah, no. He, and he
1: was not their original, but drummer. he was there
0: for, for 50 of. Them. But
1: I thought that yeah. was, I thought that was a great story. That
0: is a great story. So I, I was lucky enough to see the band train, right. Okay, You're gonna wait, wait, wait. Okay, I know we're You're go going to the Rolling from the Rolling Stones. Rolling Stones to Train. So I think there's two different. I think there's bands like the Rolling Stones where all of those guys were part of the bands and they felt like equals okay. in some weird way. Obviously Mick was the star. Period. But sure. They're still kind of equals. Well, I was at a Train concert and I happened to be lucky enough to be backstage, standing on the edge nice. of the stage. So the Train show ended. People are yelling encore and they're they're clapping and everything and it's there's going to not be another encore. The lead singer Train, I'm forgetting his name. Pat,
1: uh, Pat, uh, Ma- Pat Monahan. Pat, okay, yeah, going. Okay. Keep going. So it's Pat he something. walks
0: past us, gives us a look like the little head nod, like "Hey guys." Walks down the stairs, walks 15 feet over to a Honda Accord, jumps in the back seat, and is gone. Huh? And I was like, "Huh?" He left the concert venue before the crowd stopped clapping. He was gone. God, I, I did nail it, Pat Monahan. Pa- Pat Monahan. So obviously. He doesn't care who his drummer is. No. He doesn't, because those are hired musicians that he says, oh, they're here to see me. I'm Train. I didn't know his name, but they're here to see my <laughs> songs. Trained. You play guitar. You play. And oh, by the way, when it's done, I, I, Reavers, I can't tell you. It was at the Basilica Black party. Sure. And he was off the main stage of the Basilica and on Hennepin within 40 seconds of, <laughs> thank you, Minnesota. I mean, he was gone. Ran off. It took his, his ear thing out. Dropped it on the stage, and we laughed. And I thought,
1: and most likely on a plane before people even started to exit the venue. Be,
0: befo- he could have been at the airport before people wound up before the lights <laughs> kicked on. I mean, it was crazy how fast. And I thought, well, that's the difference, right? He's flying in on on the on a different flight. He's yeah. saying, what time is the concert? I'll be there. Everyone else is there. Everything else is done. And I think the Rolling Stones were a band. Traveling together and doing it together, mm-hmm. because I don't think any one of those guys is more of well, they they are more of a star than others, but you know, when you get that team, well, those guys are all huge.
1: That's essentially what Bob Seger has done for the vast majority of his career. Just is
0: new team members coming? No, in. no,
1: no, no. A- every single night he flies home. Yeah, no matter if they're I think I think he's from Detroit area. I can't remember. Okay, but he it doesn't matter if they're playing in Tallahassee or if they're playing gets in home Phoenix. Every night. He Flies home every single night. Really? Yes. Good
0: for him. Yeah, I think I think that's pretty cool. That might that might have saved him an extra ten million bucks or thirty million bucks of divorces and oh, all that stuff.
1: Most likely. Yeah. Good yeah, for him. No
0: question. I, and now I'm gonna look that up. That's a great story.
1: Um. All right, Michael. Any other final fair thoughts before we sign off here today, Reavers? I'm so
0: excited to be here. <laughs> I can tell. I, I, I can't wait till next week. Hopefully it'll be sunny and yeah. there's going to be just even more people and we'll be more prepared. I don't think we need to be more prepared. I don't think so this either. Is, this is what the scramble is about. Scrambling is maybe doing the least. We're amount. the, chillax. We're, yes, the so chillax. we're the chillax show
1: of yes. the Garage Logic Podcast Network. That is for sure. So, Michael, thank you so much for coming out. Reavers, you are the best. We will talk to you again next week. Thank you again to our friends over at Heydays. Also, thanks to uh, John Liney Kugel for stepping out. And you know what? If you're in the State Fairgrounds, step on over to the Liney's Lodge and tell them that the Weekly Scramble sent you, and that John said that you were going to buy him his first beer and I'm sure he's going to be happy to hear about that. For Mike Fredeloni,